Spoilers Central on Spidey-Mans. Parker puts people in a predicament for personal problems. Strange spins some serious circles and so much more in this super special Spider-Man spectacular of Geekly Bi-Weekly. Uh, Mario, what's up, you gorgeous geeks? Welcome to Geekly Bi-Weekly, your new favorite podcast for geek news, pop culture, and discussion. My name is Hogan. And I'm Ida. And we just want to start this off with um, happy holidays. I'm not sure whatever you guys celebrate, but uh, we're really excited to be here on the last episode of the year. Yup, it's the last one. Um, Just so you guys know, we will be returning on January 10th or 11th. I'm going to say we're going to be shooting for the 10th just so that everyone gets, you know, a little bit of time to have some time with their loved ones and, you know, de-stress because it's been a crazy year and next year's shaping up to be even worse somehow. It is. It's a crazy year, even crazier ones to come, but hey, such is life, right? Smash Mouth was absolutely correct when they said the year stopped coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah, and neither do so hey, <laughs> Spider Man is out. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man is finally out after uh, waiting since what twenty nineteen? Oh no 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 twenty twenty nineteen yeah late twenty nineteen yeah when uh, we found out that Quentin Beck is much bigger of an asshole than we thought. Exactly, and we're just gonna start off before we go any further by saying spoilers. 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 This is super spoiler alert. If you have not seen the movie, do not listen to this episode because we are going to cover it all. Or so. do listen to it if you're into that kind of thing. I'm not going to tell you yeah. how to live your life. Like make your choices, but you have been warned. Make your yeah, make your choices. Unlike certain people did when they were casting a spell. Anyways, um. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this movie is absolutely big. It, it's 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 a two and a half hour long movie, but yep. it really, honestly, does not feel like it at all. No, it's um, so boom, 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 boom. So this movie does start where Far From Home ended, uh, with Quentin Beck, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, telling the entire world that Peter Parker, who is played by Tom Holland, is uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really the easiest way to put it. As it turns out, uh, Quentin Beck uh, Mysterio is a giant piece of shit, like just like he is in the uh, comics. Who would have known, right? That's Who crazy. Who would have thunk it? It's like we have all of this uh, source material that uh, we just, you know, anyways. Um, Shh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> I saw a comment on Twitter. Someone was like, man, there's no such thing as spoilers because if you really read the comics, you wouldn't know what's going to happen. I was like, shut the fuck up, nerd. Yeah. Uh, no, just go away. They can still make changes. You never know. They can make so many changes. Um, and there were there were some cool changes in this movie. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff that, that went on that I didn't expect. Um, and a lot of stuff that I did expect, that we all expected. Um, I'm going to say right now, this movie gave us just about every single thing that we wanted. Yep. And I'm also going to say that it is easily top five greatest MCU movies of all time. I would agree. And it is... Also, top five greatest superhero films of all time. I would I would agree with that. All right, so it leads directly into No Way Home, um, Far From Home, and the events of it uh, lead directly into No Way Home with Quentin Beck uh, shouting to the world that um, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, which is super fucked up. Uh, 
And we, we get so close to hearing him finally drop an F-bomb, and I was really hoping that he would. I know. God, just uh, Disney, Marvel, stop being cowards and give us that. And also, also when um, we finally get Miles, you need to be uh, the absolute opposite of cowards and let him say nigga at least once. At least once. Mm. It's not going to happen, but... Yeah, it's doubtful that they would let that happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they would never let that happen. Oh, my God. That would be so great, though. Starts with him finding out that everyone knows that he's Spider-Man. They go to the uh, to his apartment to kind of, like, you know, talk to Aunt May about it before everyone else finds out. Yep. Only to find out that Happy and Aunt May have split. <sighs> oh. And Happy is so broken up about he it. Oh, my God. so upset. I just got to say, I love John Favreau in this movie. He's so good. He's so fun. He really shows off in this movie what he can do. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that later on because he, he has one scene in it that just absolutely gut-wrenching. Oh, yeah. All right. Tell us what happens next, Ida. Okay. So, Happy and May have split. Um, they're at the apartment and all, like, the apartment is now surrounded. Everybody is aware that Peter is Spider-Man, and so they have to basically deal with the effects of him and his secret identity. So even MJ, May, Ned, they're all brought in for questioning um, about their involvement with Spider-Man, because of course now Peter is under investigation over the murder of Mysterio, and so, of course, I loved MJ's interrogation scene. <laughs> it was so good and just so fitting. And Zendaya killed it. Zendaya is really good at this movie. Zendaya is just an incredible human. Like, I don't think there's a thing she doesn't do phenomenally. Like, everything she does is incredible. But, uh, yeah. So, they also have to come to terms with the fact that their apartment isn't safe anymore. So Peter and May have to move in with, uh, with Happy, who is a little happier about them being there, but is still, I don't know, it put them in an awkward position, I think. Yeah, a bit of an awkward position. So, yeah. Um, but fast forward a little bit, they start getting college application, uh, letters of whether or not they were accepted. And, uh, Ned, MJ, and Peter, of course, all applied to MIT with this hope and dream that they were going to go together, only to find out that, uh, they didn't get in, but... One of the people who did was Flash, who this entire time has also been acting as if he and Peter are besties. And he's only doing this so that he can sell his book. Yup. Quintessential Flash. I think, what did he call it? He called it like One Spider, Two Hearts or something like that? Something like that. God, what an idiot. I love his character so much and I it's cannot so wait good. to see. The, uh, I was watching... Um, Far from home recently, and upon rewatching the movie, I I like his character, mm-hmm. but I feel very bad for him because he is very clearly neglected. Yeah, 
He just wants a little love. And <laughs> and he wants it from his parents so bad. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they're not even there. for It, it, it really made me feel bad, like, upon uh, rewatching. And uh, anyways, um, yeah. they don't get into uh, MIT and they feel real bad about it. And so Peter's like, fuck, what can I do? Like, mm-hmm. maybe I can, uh, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go talk to Strange. And he goes and talks to Strange, and that's where we see, like, what happens in the trailer where he goes and casts a spell. But before they go and cast a spell, Strange uh, reveals that he is upset with Wong. Yep. And he is upset with Wong because Wong is the new Sorcerer Supreme. Yep. And he's upset with him because he got it on a technicality. A technicality because Strange was blipped for five years. He was snapped away for five whole years. And so Wong was like, well, I'm the next most powerful one. So it goes to me. Yep. And then he comes back. Strange comes back and uh, he just doesn't give it back to him, which is fucking funny to me. Oh, yeah. It is so funny because they, uh, it's just, it's just great because he, he's being so petty about it. Um, so they go downstairs into like the uh, under sanctum. I can't remember what they call it, but um, Peter or uh, Strange goes and starts casting the spell, and Peter's like, "Well, hold on, like I need these people to remember, and I need this person to remember, I need this person to remember." Ends up completely fucking up the whole spell, as we saw in the uh, the trailer. And Strange ends up uh, containing the uh, the spell in like a little uh, what looks like a tetrahedron. I don't know. It was a some sacred shape. Yeah. And so Strange is like mad at Tom or mad at Peter, and is like, like, why did you do that? You, you screwed up the whole spell. Like I contained it. Um, and then tells him he was like, and you like you should have just called them. And Peter's like, I I can call MIT. I like I can call them call? to. to <laughs> And that's when Strange gets even more mad because he's like, you didn't even fucking call them. You didn't know that you can dispute it. You didn't even think to like just contact the school directly. Before coming to Strange for this spell. To change the whole universe. like Yeah! <laughs> every Changing person. the whole universe over, over uh, college admission, which I guess is something that would be... I don't know. I mean, it seems plausible. Not plausible. Uh, something like like something someone would do that if they had the chance. Um, yeah. So uh, Peter ends up calling up Flash, who's at a uh, like a commencement party or like a, a induction party, mm-hmm. and finds out who, who the uh, administrator, like the uh, the administrator, office administrator person, is that um, accepts people into the college. Finds out that she was just at the party and is going to the airport because she's got some meeting somewhere. Peter heads towards the freeway and gets to the bridge, like, where she's at. Mm-hmm. And people, like, start freaking out real hard. Like, you see people running from their cars. Yep. And uh, you see his Peter tingle after <sighs> which is, like, one of three or four times that we see in the movie. I'm loving it. Yes. I love to see that representation because we had never seen it like that in the movies. And so, like we see in the trailers, we see... The, the the octopus arms come up and like like pulling cars down and throwing them and smashing them and shit and out of the mist out of the smoke and fog and all that comes alfred molina reprising his role as dr otto octavius and all he hears 
Oh, he didn't actually sound like that, but um, oh, like, uh, <laughs> the chills I got when he said that, like, yeah, like, like we saw it in the trailer, but seeing it in the theater, I was like, oh, this is even worse. It was a whole other thing. Yeah, it's a whole new experience. So they end up fighting for a little bit. Um, Doc thinks that Peter Parker, our Peter Parker, Tom Holland, is his Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. until. Uh, some of the nanites of Peter's Iron Spider suit uh, end up taking over his his arms, not Peter's arms, over Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Octopus's arms, and he uncovers his face and he's like, "You're not Peter Parker. Who the hell are you?" Yeah, uh, ends up keeping control of Doc's arms for a little bit, and he's getting ready to like take him into custody or like talk to him for a little bit when. From once again, the smoke that was on the bridge from shit being destroyed, we hear people screaming again. And then, of course, we saw in the trailer, but uh, so great to see on screen when the pumpkin bomb rolls through the cars and just goes off. (laughs) And you hear like the tiny faint laugh of Willem uh, Dafoe as Green Gotham, just like in the background you hear, Something like that. Um, okay, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> is that not how he laughs? Oh, boy, my bad. Um, he, yeah, so right before like they get to start fighting, uh, Strange whisks them away and locks up um, uh, Otto, Octavius, Dr. Octopus. So Strange locks up Dr. Oc and... Uh, they are kind of brought off to a new area, and Strange basically explains to Peter that when they messed up the spell, the individuals who knew Peter Parker are now coming from other dimensions into this one, so that's why, of course, everyone's there, and then proceeds to give Peter this cool, like, gauntlet cuff tech thing that basically, when... He touches the villain. It will then send them to their special little cage uh, under the sanctum. And uh, that also, that whole tech thing was cool. Yeah, because you upgraded that shit real quick. Real quick. And we also discover that Killy Croc is down there. Mm. I'm sorry, who? King Croc, Mm. no. What the hell is his name? Matt, please keep that in. It's Lizard. It's the Lizard. <laughs> King Croc and Killer Croc are both, both DC characters. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, do not edit that out. How am I a host on a geek podcast, guys? All that matters is you're trying. <laughs> yeah, I try my best. That's all I do. Okay, so we also find that Strange had already captured Lizard, the Lizard. Um, and he, of course, is keeping mighty quiet for the time being. Um, but Doc Ock is not too pleased about being contained or about this magic man, Doctor Strange. So yeah, <laughs> calls him a magician, doesn't he? Or like a calls him a wizard or magician or 
kids parties a stage musician kids parties so he's got the new tech but his suit is all messed up because earlier in the movie he had had a look like lime green paint or like neon green paint thrown on him uh because someone was a mysterious mysterious supporter and was not having spider-man uh being in his town did not enjoy that too much um yeah so he has to turn his suit inside out which is what we see in the trailer uh of him being in a black and gold suit it's literally just his suit turned inside out which looking at it like there's extra wiring and stuff must be mad uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie oh yeah it looks super uncomfortable and then i loved the duct taped iphone (laughs) to his chest and then i a great feature it's kind of jumping ahead but then the screen gets cracked during this upcoming bit so it just is the phone with this cracked screen and he has the cracked screen for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? I didn't yeah. even think about that. But um, the way that he gets his screen cracked is he uh, goes out into the woods because he's told that there was a flying monster that was out in the like suburban, urban area. And so he's like, well, I guess I got to go see if that's a goblin or as he called him, a green elf. A green elf, um, yes. And... So he gets out there and he's like, what's going on? And we see like something kind of wrestling around and we're like, oh shit, like it's about to go down. Anyways, right behind him, as we saw in one of the pictures, Electro starts charging his shit up and is like drawing power from the power grid that he's near and Spider go- or, uh, Spider-Man goes to shoot the, uh, the new gauntlet that he has at him to contain him. But because he's just electricity, he goes straight through him. And hits a tree behind him, and that tree is then moved to the sanctum. Yeah, I loved that detail too. Yeah, that was actually pretty great. It was pretty funny. Um, so we're like, we're like, oh, of course he's gonna miss. Uh, and that's when shit starts going down. Like, so he starts getting ready to fight him, and Electro starts like shooting not lasers, lightning, electricity at him, and he's like trying to dodge it as best as he can. And there's one point where he like is like kind of shit out of luck and electro's like super charging his shit up mm-hmm. and goes to shoot him really hard with it and sandman fucking comes out of nowhere yeah and just and like blocks him and he's like hey spider i i got you it's it's me whatever the hell his name is uh and he's like listen i'm spider-man but i'm not your spider-man uh help me get this guy under control blah, blah, blah. uh and so it seems like you know sandman is going to be a homie Mm-hmm. Um, so he helps him take down uh, Electro, and Electro ends up gaining his uh, human form again instead of just being like a being of pure electricity. And it's Jamie Fox reprising his role, like he said he was going to, yeah, uh, as Electro, and he's standing there in front of them, and like he's talking to Tom's Peter and yep. to Sandman, who was just all sand at this point, um. <laughs> and he's like so y'all just gonna pretend that i'm not butt-ass naked right now <laughs> that was so good <laughs> fucking sent me because peter uh, peter was like oh no no like like says something to him and sandman was like yes i am yeah and like it, it was just super it was just a really good scene between them too um because we never see we've never seen these two different universe uh, and uh, villains interact with each other mm-hmm. which is uh quite nice so we end up getting electro sent back to where he's going and sandman as well um 
So he ends up sending, uh, Peter ends up sending Electro and Sandman back to the Sanctum uh, and goes to try to fix the power grid that he screwed up and gets mm-hmm. a call from Aunt May. Saying, you have a visitor, basically. Yeah, so he rushes over there and it's Willem Dafoe's Goblin. Okay, so then like as we saw in, uh, in Spider-Man 1, uh, the Sam Raimi version, um, Willem Dafoe's Doc Ock is dealing with I guess, like, a uh, dissociative... Um, Identity disorder. Yeah, multiple personality kind of thing, where it's him as Norman Osborn or him as as Green Goblin, who yeah. is, like, completely fucking unhinged, absolute maniac of a human. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he's playing it up real well, and you start feeling bad for him because you're like, oh, shit, like, he's actually fucked up. Like, he wants to do better kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Peter takes him over to the sanctum to talk to the other guys and like see what's going on. And um, Norman Osborn goes and talks to Doc Ock and was like, "What's going on?" And Otto Octavius is like, "Uh, yeah, you're you're, you're dead. You you died yeah. a while ago." Um, so like they end up like all revealing that they all end up dying from uh Spider Man. Yeah, but. Each of them have their own Spider-Man. Well, not each of them, but two and two have their own Spider-Man. And they're like, yeah, this isn't the guy that we think he is. Like, well, he's not our Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And so Strange shows up and like has this weird box thing that is containing the spell. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to set this thing up. Uh, once I set it up, I'm going to press the button that comes up and it's going to send everyone back to their timelines, their universes. And <laughs> Peter's like, well, hold on a minute. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, I can, I can fix them. I can help these people, and then they don't have to die. And yeah. Strange is like, no, it's their fate. Like, if they die, they die. That's what they're supposed to do. If that's what they're intended to do, then guess what? They're gonna die. Like, that's how it has to happen. Peter was not having that, so he does the stupidest fucking thing, and ends up webbing the box and taking it and running yep. <laughs> and thinking for some reason that he can get away from strange but he just portals the shit out of him yeah <laughs> at one point he uh, he being peter goes to like shoot a web and he shoots it into a portal that is opened up in front of him and then another one opens up behind him so he webs his own foot yep and it's kind of like just suspended in midair. Yeah, um, that was a like, really cool scene. Yeah, it really, really, really was. Um, and so Strange ends up, you know, getting him back down and pushes his conscious out of his physical body. Mm-hmm. Like we saw in the trailer happen. Um, and he goes to take the box. And for some strange reason, I don't know why this happened. Made me laugh. Absolutely died. But. For some strange reason, when he went to take the box, Peter's physical body moved it away. And, like, he kept trying to reach and grab for it and, like, just keeps uh, moving it away and, like, moving around. He's like, how is this happening? Anyways, Peter swims back towards his body. Yeah. That as well, that was really funny. Um, Because I felt... Like, did you have any theories on why that happened? I didn't. Actually, I haven't even really put thought into it. What do you think? I kind of suspected that it was the spidey sense. Like, it wasn't going to let... 
he even outside of his physical body is so like in tuned with what's happening yeah that he's immediately reacting because it was very (laughs) very reminiscent of like spidey sense movements no that's smart i didn't even think about that yeah just kind of like on instinct that's what that's kind of what I got when I saw that scene, but I thought it was really fun. <laughs> Strange just being so like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm realizing now that we're giving like a full recap of this movie. Oh yeah, like um, a full recap of it. <laughs> so uh let, let's 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 move it along because uh we're thirty minutes into this and we haven't even gotten to the review of the movie. <laughs> uh, um uh yeah so and they end up fighting for a little bit uh where strange gets pissed and takes peter into the mirror dimension yeah that was insane it was it Uh, visually incredible incredible um just yeah like honestly that's all you can really say it was it was awesome in the true sense of the word like it brings about a sense of just like whoa watching yeah. it um so yeah good on the visual effects team bravo to all the hard-working people there because fuck insane um and yeah, then the at one point in the mirror dimension peter realizes that it's all just geometry and he's really good at math and so he's able to suspend strange and that visually insane yeah he totally wrapped him up like a like a like a dirty little slut you know uh, yeah. mm. anyways you get it Go strange on. oh my god <laughs> anyways um so because of that cool move it traps strange in the mirror dimension and um so peter decides that he's going to help the villains get cured because he thinks that there's a way they can do it looking at norman and you know norman wanting to find a cure to the green goblins so they all go back to happy's place and start working on cures for each of the individual people uh the first one that they take care of is of course doc gawk who still is wrapped up with his own arms because of the nanites and uh so doc gawk gets cured and they continue working on the cure for the others until Osborne decides to flip his fucking shit and attacks the others, which um, causes mayhem um, because everybody basically decides they don't want to be cured. Um, Which Lizard as well decided he was going to stay in the truck downstairs and then, of course, is like counting it down uh, because he can sense it going on. And, yeah, so there's a big ol' fight between Goblin and Spidey. Lizard kind of pops up towards the end. Um, And Aunt May had been running with Norman's Cure, which didn't work. And so she's standing. Peter's telling her to run. She doesn't and gets fucking impaled by Goblin's Glider, which holy shit holy shit is correct like that scene because 
as well, the quintessential line that Ben gives with great power comes great responsibility is said just before and like yeah that was it was it was really rough to see um but when she gave that line yeah uh the person that was sitting next to me which was uh my sister's friend he says the line or no she says the line and he goes oh she's about to get murked isn't she yep and I'm I heard like, him. <laughs> That's fucking funny, but like right now is not the time because she's totally about to die. She is absolutely uh, dead now. Um, cause yeah. And okay, now here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna break down that scene just a tiny bit. So, Goblin takes off, blows up a couple of cop cars, and yeah, like I said, takes off. And so she gets up, and he gets up, and they're kind of like arm in arm, and like she, they hug each other. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. Like, it's fine. Um, and they just hit my head really hard. And so they're starting to walk out. And Peter's like, oh, man, like, I, sh- I should have listened to Strange. Like, I should just send them back. They aren't my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, like, she gives the whole, like, speech of, like, sometimes things aren't your responsibility, but you got to do them anyways. And yeah. um, you know, great power, great responsibility. And then as they're getting ready to walk out, like, she's doing kind of wobbly. Like, she's a little wobbly and all. But I'm like, oh, yeah, she hit her head. But then she kind of, like, falls. Yeah. And Pete's like, what, what, what's going on? Like, are you all right? And as she's laying there, she keeps saying, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I just, I just need to catch my breath. Yeah. And, uh-huh. like, he goes, like, to go pick her up, like, to get her back on her feet and notices that his hands are covered in blood. She's like, what happened? And he's like, oh, not, nothing. Like, like you're going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, starts yelling at the cops. Who are coming in, yeah, yelling at them like, we need an ambulance. Sorry, I just hit my microphone. Um, I'm telling them they, they, they need an ambulance. And she she dies right there in his arms. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at her, he's like, what are you doing? Like, it felt very um, Simba with Mufasa. Yeah. Where he was like, wake up. Like, what are you, what are you doing? We got to... We got to get going. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, I need you to wake up and talk to me. Please talk to me. Yeah. And, like, just thinking about it right now, I'm getting goosebumps. It was so powerful. Tom gives such a great emotional performance in that one scene. Yeah. Like, you don't don't even see that from a lot of, like, big name actors these days. That one scene is just so well done and so emotional. Um, and it, it's completely ruined by, or not completely ruined, but it's like almost ruined by the cops getting mad at him. And like, they open fire on him a couple times and like shoot him. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, leave me alone kind of thing. Um, well, and happy as well is just outside and is yelling yeah, he's at Peter just to run. Up. Um, and he's being held by the cops. So yeah. It, it, just that whole scene absolutely i don't want to say made the movie but it it definitely had a very big impact on the movie and a very big impact on the people in the theater because i know that i wasn't the only one crying in that moment. oh i was crying um, so much and like it, i already had kind of had little bits of happy tears when doc ock showed up and when goblin showed up but yeah you know those were kind of like the oh giddy like oh he it's cool to see him again but this is where I started to weep, and it doesn't really stop much 
from yeah, here on out. Yeah, it doesn't stop. For, yeah, it's <laughs> it's bad. It's bad from there on out. Um, so Peter ends up running away, and we cut to uh, Ned and MJ, who have the uh, box uh, per Peter's orders, mm-hmm. and told them or Peter told them to press the button if um, they don't hear from him soon. Yeah. And so they're like just like sitting around there watching the news because the Daily Bugle. And by the way, J. Jonah Jameson is there, played by J.K. Simmons. Loved that so much. I know. Um, he's the only J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, he's the only one that can do it. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, I saw in an interview that he, he said that the only thing he misses from the older movies, like when he first played J. Jonah Jameson, was the wig. Yeah, that hair. hair. Which <laughs> is absolutely great, but I also love the bald look on him. It's even better for some reason. It's so fitting. Yeah. So they're sitting, uh, MJ and Ned are sitting around and MJ's like, we haven't heard from him. I'm just going to press the button. I'm going to press the button. And Ned who's sitting at the table is like, no, dude, like, like just, just give him a couple more minutes. I just wish we could see Peter. And he kind of like throws his arms up like in like, you like, you know, like what do you do when you're in a bit of a fit? Yeah. And you see like the beginnings of a portal open. Mm-hmm. And then you remember that. Ned is wearing Doctor Strange's sling ring, which Peter had stolen off of him uh, when he left him in the mirror dimension, so he he couldn't just get out, you know? Yeah. And so Ned and MJ are like, what was that? Hold on. Do that again. And he goes, I just wish we could see Peter again. Or we, I just wish we could see Peter. And like he does his arms in that motion again, and she's like... Okay, try it one more time, but like concentrate and say and just like do the thing. Mm-hmm. And so he starts doing the motion, and a whole ass portal opens up in his grandma's kitchen. And it's in an alley. You see like the silhouette of uh, of Spider Man like in an alleyway. And at first, I was like, "Oh man, that was quick." But like, how are they gonna? How are they? Because like it was rumored that they were going to be bringing Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire back into the movie. Yeah. Um, and the Spider-Man in the alleyway turns around and once like the minute, the second you see his eyes, that's why that's when I was like, Oh fuck, this is actually happening. Yeah. It's, this is it's actually real. Happening. <laughs> and he runs through and is a fully dressed Spider-Man and he takes off his mask and it's Andrew Garfield. And Andrew I start crying again. Fucking Garfield. And yeah, I was, I think my literal sound was, <laughs> <laughs> um as the person that was sitting next to you i can confirm that that was your noise yeah. um i made it a oh lot my. during the movie oh yeah because uh not like right after right after um but they were like well this isn't the peter we're looking for like they talked to him for a little bit and he's like yeah i'm, I'm peter parker like i know the person that you're looking for mm-hmm. i saw him but i didn't get to talk to him at all um and so they're like, all right, we'll try it again. And Ned, like, do your thing, like, open up the portal again. And he's like, all right, uh, I wish we could see Peter. And, like, does the motion. And Toby Maguire walks through the portal. I know. And that's when it got real bad I for me. I started sobbing. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I'm, like, trying not to cry right now just thinking about it. Like, that's yeah. how emotional it was. Like, getting to see the original, like, my original Spidey on screen again was just like, I'm a kid. I'm a yeah. kid back in that theater in, like, 2001. <laughs> Oh my god, right? Like, oh, it was so good. Oh boy. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like P- 
Peter, uh, Toby and uh, Andrew are looking at each other and they kind of like stare at each other just for a couple seconds and then just like start slinging webs at each other (laughs) because they're like, who the fuck are you kind of thing? Yeah. (laughs) And Andrew ends up on the ceiling uh, you know, just clinging to the ceiling, and Toby's like on the shell, like on the 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 windowsill, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you're you're me, you're me, yeah." <laughs> and so, like, they come down, and Ned's grandma comes in and starts yelling at them in her in her language, which I don't know what that language was. I guess I should have looked that up, but um, is yelling at them, and Ned's like. Yeah, she says before you guys leave, you have to clean up the webs you just shot. And she's just totally unfazed by this whole thing. Just absolutely unfazed by this whole thing. Like, that there's two Spider-Men in her in her living room, and she's yelling at them in, in her language. Yep. And then she turns on, she goes, I'm going to bed. Yep. In English. And everyone's like, you could, you could speak it this entire time, and you're doing this. Which... Comedy gold. I loved that part. Um, but they're trying to figure out, like, where, where Tom Holland Peter is, and... They're like, well, does he have a place that he would go for, uh, like, just to reflect, just to be alone? Um, so they end up uh, going to their, uh, to find where Peter's at, which is the roof of his high school. And, like, it's just uh, MJ and Ned at first, and they hug him, and then they start crying because, like, Aunt May is dead. Mm-hmm. And MJ's like, hey, we've got some some people here that want to talk to you. And, like, his spider sense goes off again right there just, like, real quick. And you see just the silhouette of Andrew and Toby clinging to the sides of the of the building up against the moonlight. Mm-hmm. And goosebumps. That, that scene that was just I so well-framed. Yeah. It was just phenomenal. And so, of course, like, Andrew's Peter tries to explain to Tom, you're not alone. But then... Tom shoots that down real quick and is like, you don't understand and you can't. So they then kind of explain their backstories and the people that they've lost and, you know, the times that they felt like they had kind of had to make a choice and the choice wasn't an easy one and it ended up with some bad repercussions, but it was still the choice that they made. You know, when Tom delivers that May said, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And Toby responds back, you know, like Uncle Ben said that the day he died. Mm. I just was like, oh, tears. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, that was that one was really rough. But yeah, so they basically explain, hey, you know. It's really hard, and you want to go after that person and hurt them or do whatnot, and you can feel those things, but you can't act on it. You have to be the better person, so of course, they decide they're going to get the cure set up, Um, and so they decide, all right, cool, let's get a plan together to cure the rest of the people and meet at the Statue of Liberty for the big fight scene. Peter, Tom's Peter, calls into the Daily Bugle to kind of give a signal of, hey, meet us at the Statue of Liberty, which, of course, they all come a-running. So... Electro, of course, comes back first. He had managed to snag 
the arc reactor from uh what was the thing called that they were working with it was like a replicator of some sort yeah um some stark industries replicator but the arc reactor fabricator that's the word fabricator um the fabricator had an arc reactor which electro then stole and is now supercharged lizard and sandman of course show up as well and they decide that they're gonna all kind of go after each of the villains independently until they realize wait that doesn't really work because there's too much going on and you're not going to be able to take it all and get them all like like you were saying they uh they decided that they need to take them on one by one yeah but um toby and andrew had never worked on a team together like that yeah and tom reveals he was like yeah you know what i mean i don't i don't mean to brag but i was part of the avengers and as it turns out uh they don't know who the avengers are because they didn't have them in their universe and toby or andrew was like is that a band like are are you in a band are you in a band which was super fucking great um toby's genuine just like that's great and he's like oh you know who they're i have no idea yeah (laughs) but that's great one thing that i loved so much about this movie was just the genuine love and support between each of the peters to the other yeah it was just so touching to see that like non-toxic masculinity just and love Mm -hmm. just like yeah man you're awesome (laughs) yeah (laughs) toby telling andrew that he's amazing yes and he was like say no no no, you need to say it back with me oh my god (laughs) fucking killed me i know um but after after they figure out that they need to like figure out how to work as a team um they go and run off the scaffolding because they're fighting on the statue of liberty by the way um they go and run off the the scaffolding and like all start swinging in unison and like doing flips and shit in the air and like right before they land on the wherever they land i can't remember exactly where it was Mm -hmm. there's a shot where it's the three of them mid-air doing each of their swinging poses yeah like with the moon in the back oh my god it was so good like honestly guys we are not joking when we say some of the best visuals in the mcu Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely like oh my god. Um so they end up like doing their fighting and whatnot and mid fight uh Strange shows up. Yeah. Not even shows up. Um Ned ends up opening up a portal on accident and Strange comes out and takes back the box and the sling ring. And he doesn't even like walk up and grab them. Like he just kinda like opens his hands and like bam, they're there. Yeah. Um fucking great i love god i love him so much he's such a cool character um <laughs> even though he's a piece of shit most of the time um, yeah he's an asshole but it, you can't help but love him yeah absolutely so he's getting ready to press the button after they cured um lizard they cured a sandman and they cured electro electro yeah. So uh, Andrew ends up uh, going over to Electro and ends up getting the. Uh, not even Andrew gets it on him. No, it's Ark. Yeah. Yeah, he ends up forcing it onto uh, Electro, where he um, is like a power puller. It, it drains him of his of his power of his electric power, and so 
like he's kind of like slumped over and like sitting completely defeated and andrew's like hey like are you good and he goes yeah man i'm all tapped out like i don't have any more powers whatever mm-hmm. and so he takes off his mask and jamie fox's uh electro max villain like kind of laughs and he goes what's up and he goes you know you're from queens you help a lot of poor people i really thought you were going to be black mm-hmm. and like the people in the theater kind of chuckled and i was like i know exactly where this is going yeah. and he's like oh, man i just really wish you were i, I thought you were black like there's got to be a black spider-man out there right like there's there's definitely there, there's going to be a black spider-man right and like they kind of like laugh about it and andrew like agrees he's like yeah there'll be a black spider-man i'm sure and like that was such a cool scene for me because i was like they definitely just set that up they definitely gave us a big like he's coming kind of he's coming just be patient yeah i though was really hoping that in one of the end credit scenes we'd see miles yeah i was too but we'll get into that that Um, later but yeah um it also as well hearing doc ock when he takes the arc reactor I have the power of the sun in the palm of my hands. Like he, like, yeah, he literally did. It's great. But and he sees he sees Toby McGuire, Peter Parker, for the first time in I don't know how long. Yeah, and he's like, Peter, how, how are, are you, dear boy? <laughs> yeah, Peter's and he's like, like, I'm doing better. Just trying to do better. Like, yeah, I was oh, like, oh my god. god. Like Again. seeing them interact with each other like that, absolutely fantastic. I'm telling you, this movie literally gave us everything that we wanted in all the best ways. Like it, it wasn't excessive either. Yeah, it wasn't like like it was definitely a good amount of fan service, but it was it wasn't over the top. Yeah, it was enough that if you know, you know. If you don't, you probably won't care, and it may be a little annoying, but. It's not for you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, so uh they they're they're doing this thing and um Strange is getting ready to press the button to send them all back when fucking Willem Defoe's uh Goblin. Green Goblin shows back up. Finally shows. Finally shows up like the asshole that he is. And he grabs the box from from strange as like getting ready to take off with it but peter wow that was almost bad peter which peter motherfucker um tom holland peter kind of like grabs him and like gets it back to strange and i can't remember exactly what he said but uh, goblin like said something and they look down at the box and this absolute maniac of a man planted a pumpkin bomb in the box right and sets it off, and it just releases the spell. Unleashes. And there's cracks across the sky. Like, you see, like, like other universes opening up, and, like, yeah, all of them noticing that something's going on. At a couple points, you see, like, a couple silhouettes of figures that you definitely recognize, one of which I'm betting was Rhino. Yes. Because there was one that they showed for a while that I'm pretty sure was Rhino. There is no way it wasn't. It was, um, it was Rhino. I'm sure that Nerdist is going to break that down, like uh, break down who we saw in those uh, cracks in the sky. But um, yeah, 
so he plants the bomb and so what's his name uh, strange is trying to contain the entire thing and that leads into goblin and tom duking it out mm-hmm. goblin ends up blowing up part of the scaffolding that drops uh zendaya's mj and jacob's uh ned uh just a little bit ned's holding on but uh right before he falls uh, the cloak of levitation which is usually doctor strange's thing goes and grabs him and like gently puts him down and ned's like thank you mr cloak yeah thank you mr cloak sir but once uh zendaya or sorry once mj falls tom right away jumps down to save her and he's like like he Mid, is right there yeah to touch her like to grab her hand and fucking again goblin. green goblin comes in and like hits him with his glider and like drags him away so he's like what the fuck am i gonna do what the fuck and guess who comes in and saves the day i tears tears do not begin to explain the emotions that i tell him you, you tell him this is all you andrew spider man gets to save mj falling and they land and she just kind of looks up at him and is like are you okay because he just finally got to save the girl he he got to finally do what he wasn't able to do for gwen and so he just with tears in his eyes goes like yeah i'll I'll be okay but like oh the fact oh he was just so good oh that scene andrew garfield man he got exactly what he needed yeah he got that little bit of closure that little you know he finally got to to save the girl and oh dude this movie is so fucking good it's so good. All right, carry on. Let's see. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Ned and MJ are safe, but we cut back over to Goblin and Tom's Peter fighting. Um, they are now on like the dropped shield of the modifications to the Statue of Liberty, and it gets to be this big thing. Peter finally kind of gets the upper hand over Green Goblin, and he slowly goes to grab the glider because as well green goblin willem defoe did such a good job taunting him just really getting in his head really going like look you couldn't save her and this is just ridiculous and you know look at the choices that you made and you know we're it it just was so good um he is the best green goblin and i don't think there will be anyone who can come close Um, you know what i'm going to say something controversial right here on this podcast right now okay willem dafoe as goblin in this movie even though we didn't get like a whole lot of him i actually know we actually got a really good decent amount of goblins in this movie willem dafoe's goblin in this movie is akin to heath ledger's joker yes it is like there is no one else that can play this role and play it as good as him yeah it's just it was it's his part that's it yeah so he's being peter's of course being taunted and he picks up the glider to just murder the fuck out of him and toby comes in and stops it 
And he doesn't say a word. It is just basically silence. And Toby just staring at Tom. And Tom staring back. And then he just kind of slowly drops the glider and lets go. And, um, you know, you think everything's good and dandy until Goblin fucking stabs Toby in the back and he drops. And I was like, I swear to God, if I watch my childhood Spider-Man die on this screen, I will never be okay. Right. I, I thought it was that. I, mm, be okay. I thought it was gonna happen. I did too. I was like, I lost Aunt May. Now I'm about to lose Toby. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not. I'm not about this. Oh my god, that was almost really bad. Yeah, but uh, Tom ends up stabbing Green Goblin, and he kind of recognizes what he's done. You know, because the cure works this time. Yeah, and. Yeah, again, Willem Dafoe's just subtle changes from Goblin to Norman and just his what have I done, recognizing what happened. But Andrew comes over, starts kind of taking care of Toby, and Tom realizes that Strange is struggling up at the top. So he runs up to see what he can do to help and kind of realizes that the only thing that can save the universe now is everyone in the world forgetting him. Like, he had initially proposed the spell to be at the beginning of the movie. And uh, Strange kind of asks, are you sure? Like, it'll work, but are you sure? And he ultimately agrees. And, uh, Yes, so they then say, all right, say your goodbyes. And there's a really touching scene between Tom and Doctor Strange kind of at the end where he's like, call me Steven. The whole movie. Yeah, that was like, that was a joke that was going on in the entire movie that you'll definitely understand once you see it. But oh, gosh, that was a really great little tie in. And then Tom, of course, goes to say the rest of his goodbyes, including having to explain to Zendaya and Ned that they will, in fact, forget who he is. So they say they're touching goodbyes, to which MJ says, if you don't come and find me, I'll figure it out anyways, because I did it once and I can do it again. Yeah, Ned and uh, Peter, as they're saying their goodbyes, like, do their handshake one last time. Yeah. And, oh, God. Like, that that whole scene was super fucked up, too. Because they, they're they not going to remember. I mean, obviously, I know it's a movie, and they know who he is. But, like, seeing him have to cut ties with literally every single person he knows. Yeah. After just losing his aunt and, like, having all these issues, but knowing it's the only way that the world will be okay. Strange ends up sending everyone back. Uh, it kind of, not like fast forwards, but like goes to a few days later uh, after everyone's gone, they've said their goodbyes. Um, and it shows Peter at Aunt May's uh, grave. Mm-hmm. And he goes and puts a rose there, or a flower or whatever the hell he did. And uh, Happy shows up. Yeah. 
and like he's obviously super torn up about her death um and they talk for just a few seconds and uh peter asks happy is like so uh, how did you know her mm-hmm. and he's like oh i knew her through spider-man yeah and tom was like or peter was like yeah me too and he's like well it was nice meeting you and then they walk away and like i think that's that's something that was really upsetting for me too because happy was supposed to look out after him yeah um and now he's genuinely got nobody he is entirely alone no one knows who he is yeah no it was it was really sad to see uh because as well he goes to the diner where mj works and sees mj and ned and they're of course super excited about going to mit and it's great because they are finally accepted but he doesn't get to go with them and he kind of had this whole speech prepared to tell mj and ends up not going through with pretty much most of it um and just kind of taking it slow i guess with her and talking um but yeah it's just such a a natural but sad like thing to watch yeah where it was a very very somber moment between them two yeah um and so he ends up going and has his own apartment and like the last scene shows him putting on a completely new suit which is like super shiny i love it yes um and like like swinging through new york and like no one knows that it's him and yeah i mean everyone knows that it's it's spider-man but nobody knows that he who he is um and the movie ends there now just real quick the new suit i went and looked at like pictures of it on twitter and stuff Mm -hmm. someone pointed out that the front of it has toby's spider-man emblem Mm -hmm. and the back of it has andrew's spider-man emblem and i'm like fuck you guys oh no that's amazing yeah i was like that is so good are you kidding me are you fucking oh let me see if i can find it and i'll send it to you well i'll find it while we're uh looking or while we're talking right now yeah so then tell us about the uh, the the first credit scene. So the first end credit scene, we open on Eddie Brock, played by Tom Hardy, who is quite drunk in Mexico, talking to a bartender um, who, if you are a Ted Lasso fan, you'll recognize him. He uh, plays Danny Rojas. So it was great to see him in a movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Teddy Ross. Uh, anyways, uh, so they're talking to the bartender. And of course, Venom has a lot to say, but is trying to catch up on the universe and like the purples alien with the stones and all that happened there. And the bartender basically explains like i guess you should go check out oh who did he say to check out who was eddie going to see oh i don't remember yeah he was gonna go see somebody um but was set to pay out his tab and then all of a sudden gets sent back to oh yeah they were gonna go skinny dipping yes they were just gonna go skinny dipping um so 
they, of course, get brought back to their initial dimension, which pisses off the bartender, but that's really uh, not the important part because there's still a, a piece of symbiote on the bar. It kind of like jumps forward. Yeah, it like lifts up and it cuts back to the credits, which that right there, I'm super fucking stoked for. Yeah, because that means like we finally have the symbiote in uh in the MCU, which is something that we've been waiting for to happen. Yes. Um, but the way that the uh the movie ends, like the actual film without the 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 post credit scenes, um, with Peter in his new apartment, they're really setting up for the college years, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited to see him deal with that. Um, I would like to see. Uh, definitely uh, symbiotes, uh, maybe Craven as well. Yeah. <clears throat> the final, final credit scene, like all the way at the end, we got a trailer, the official trailer the official for trailer. Multiverse of Madness. Which? And the visuals <sighs> in that movie are intense already. Insane already. Yeah. That movie is going to be phenomenal, and I cannot wait. I am not looking forward to having to fight for tickets for that movie already. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. Or you could just wait, apparently, until the day of. (laughs) Yeah, Josh, looking at you for that one, you (laughs) asshole. Just so you guys know, Josh is my little brother. Uh, I fought for three and a half hours to get tickets to get for, uh, for this movie, and he ended up getting tickets for an early showing the day before. Uh, the movie was supposed to happen and got good seats too. I'm so mad at him that I stayed. Uh, whatever. I'm just glad that we all saw it. Um, yeah, we saw it. That's uh, this 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 trailer shows off uh, Shuma Goroth, who was we we thought was going to be in the movie, but this literally just confirmed it. Um, shows off Wanda Maximoff. Yep. And what was just a rumor for a while, but finally like confirmed it. They showed Strange Supreme from the What If series in this movie. I know. Uh, yeah. I was shooketh. Now, I'm going to say, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but uh, this film, um, uh, Multiverse Madness, Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness, is going to be uh, directed by Sam Raimi, who did the original Spider-Man films. Yeah. Um, it is... I think today it actually finished up. It just had a bunch of reshoots. Mm-hmm. As it turns out that they did a bunch of reshoots because they were adding more cameos in it. Oh. Um, yeah, they're saying that they're just going to like kind of go hog wild with the cameos because it's going to be a multiverse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we get back on this show, we are definitely going to discuss who we think is going to be uh, cameoed in this movie. I know that yeah. we've already got a... Uh, we're getting rumors that we're supposed to be seeing James McAvoy coming back as uh, Charles Xavier. Um, the biggest one and the biggest speculation for that right now is that we're also going to be seeing uh, Logan come back. Uh, Wolverine. What? But just for like a quick cameo, if they do that, it, it's, it's, oh my God. My thing is with these Marvel movies is they keep consistently stepping up what we're seeing and what they're doing. And I don't know where they're going to go from here. Yeah. I have no idea at this point. 
Um, we are like uh, over an hour into recording this. Uh, so let's move on to uh, thoughts on the movie. Uh, Ida, please give us your thoughts. My thoughts are that this, again, is probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, I think it was absolutely spectacular. Incredibly just like visually stunning. Really knew how to play with the emotions and like when to kind of take breaks, when to make it dramatic, when to really um let the characters shine and as well when to kind of give the fans what they want. Um yeah, I was incredibly pleased with the movie. I am happy that I had to wait because it gave us what we got. So yeah. What about you, Hogan? So, what I thought of this movie. Um, oh boy, I, 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 I really, really, really genuinely enjoyed this movie. I thought it was probably one of the best uh, MCU films um, uh, to date. I mean, the, obviously there's a lot that can go on from here. Um, I don't know how they're, like I just said, I, know, I don't know how they're going to step up uh, what happened in this film and like what they're going to do uh, moving forward mm-hmm. um but i mean at this point in feige we trust uh and i will continue to say that forever and ever until he keeps or until he uh does this wrong which yeah. I, I don't know if he will who knows anyways um this movie i really feel was absolutely phenomenal uh defoe gave the best performance of norman and goblin that there has literally ever been and will ever be yep. this movie uh was gut-wrenching it was heartbreaking it was inspiring it was so much good stuff um i'm currently live on instagram and so i can't say what i was going to say but um the people that showed up in this uh mm, incredible so funny they didn't have to be that funny but they were super great and you guys know exactly who i'm talking about i'm trying to keep it vague so that i don't spoil the movie for anyone that's on here right now um but it's it's just too much to discuss in 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 one podcast i definitely do want to do a deeper dive into this film and see what they uh have next for it Mm -hmm. but i i thought this movie was absolutely incredible i thought this movie was absolutely incredible um um, so we actually have a couple quickie reviews in from a couple people that had seen the movie. Um, first off is uh, Amanda. Uh, said uh, Andrew Spidey stole the show for me. His humor was amazing. The villain entrances were ten out of ten. Ned's magic was ten out of ten. Just the whole thing, man. I had uh, high expectations, and it was uh, it surpassed all of them. Can't wait to listen to the podcast. Don't think I was supposed to read that last part, but I did anyways. Um, thank you, Amanda, for dropping in on us and letting us know what you thought about this movie. We uh, really do appreciate it, and uh, we agree. It's this movie yeah. was phenomenal. Um, so good. It's it's definitely up there with the best Spider-Man movies. Um, I'm going to say something controversial. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, Andrew Garfield's movie, mm-hmm. was nowhere near as bad as anyone says it was. Um, that movie deserves a lot more credit than it, ha- or than it gets. Oh, I agree. It took a lot of risks, and it took a lot of uh, new liberties that... Uh, they weren't ready that most people weren't ready for them to take yet yeah 
And exactly. I feel like it did them well. I know that I've said this already, but we also have one more from Andy uh, saying this movie, it was absolutely incredible. After all the hype, I thought I was prepared going in, but I was absolutely floored by this movie. Exceeds all spe- expectations, sets up new ones, and then exceeds those. Absolutely incredible and a definite must see. Listen, I'm going to say it. If you can, if you have the money, if you have just like a little bit of extra cash, definitely go see it in either IMAX or Dolby. This movie is just so big visually and so well done as far as the sound department goes. um, It's worth it. That it is definitely worth spending the extra cash to see it in a better setting. Uh, Oh boy, I I can't gush enough about this movie. Um, I'm going to try to, but uh, uh, I, I can't. Well, not right now, at least. It truly was so good. Um, yeah, there's not enough good things I can say about this this film. Yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. Did you say that you had a couple people that uh, had talked about this film? Yeah, so basically my uh, general consensus that I got from those that I spoke to who had seen the movie was, again, just that they were entirely floored um they thought yeah. it was just absolutely incredible to watch visually um they loved the story they again both were very big fans of spider-man so seeing the individuals who do pop up um on the screen definitely hit them pretty hard too yeah uh so yeah i mean it truly is worth seeing just Go see it. Go have fun for two and a half hours. Most definitely um, is worth it. Yeah. You you will not regret it. Oh, man. I, I Yeah, I'm definitely... I mean, me and my family are going to go see it again. Oh, I... think I, later this week. Yeah, I think I'm maybe going to go see it tomorrow or something. Oh, love that for you. Yeah. But all right, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, we have done a lot of talking. We have done a lot of uh, listening to you guys. Um... Before we wrap this up, I want to say a big thank you to everyone that made uh, our first year as a podcast uh, absolutely phenomenal. Yes, thank um, you, thank you. We genuinely could not have done this without you guys. To everyone that's watching on live right now, which isn't a whole lot of people. It was a lot earlier. But um, to everyone that's watching on live right now, thank you guys as well. I, I, I genuinely can't say it enough um i do want to give a shout out to a couple of people that listen religiously or not religiously but you know listen more than the average person uh i want to give a shout out to cameo and uh her husband whose name i can't remember right now that's fucked up oh my god why can't i remember his name oh boy listen it's been a long day anyways i want to give a shout out to cameo i want to give a shout out to uh my old manager sean i know that you're listening right now sean and i miss you guys over at my store um i'm gonna come see you guys soon i promise uh i want to give a shout out to uh obviously my mom for you know pushing me to make sure that i do my best with this i want to give a shout out to my sister who is currently in the live and watching this and says hi jake um i want to give a big thank you to literally everyone that listens this. And I, I wish I knew all of you guys' names. Um, once we're back, expect us to come back with a vengeance. I'm not sure if you want to give any shout outs, any thank yous to anyone. Yeah. Uh, to Connery. I know she listens religiously or, uh, often. Yeah. Thank you, Connery for sure. Yeah. Just thank you. If you are listening to this podcast, you have made my day. Um, and just, 
it means so much. So yeah, thank you guys. We just hope to keep coming out with more episodes and bigger and better things as we keep going on. And I know that we keep saying it like, like I I know that you guys hear it from from like like bigger artists and stuff that are like, oh, we couldn't have done it without you. Like, like you're the reason that we do this. Um, I always thought that it was bullshit when they said that, but being able to create like this and being able to know that I have people that we have people that want to tune in and listen to what we just two random ass people have to say mm-hmm. genuinely i honestly understand what they say when they say that we couldn't do this without you yeah thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts um whatever you do this holiday season do it well do it with love um happy holidays merry christmas happy our joyous kwanzaa uh happy hanukkah um what's the other ones joyous solstice all that fun stuff i hope you guys are safe i hope you guys are well yeah this is the end of this year's geekly bi-weekly we will be back january 10th with a brand new spanking episode for you guys uh we're gonna be covering a lot of ground on that one yes, uh, because we yes. didn't get the chance to right now um either way uh i know i've said it a million times thank you so much uh we love you guys and we will see you soon. Please be well. And when you turn off this podcast and you go out into the world, do it with love, do it with kindness. Yep. And do it with a full heart. Thank you so much, you guys. We love you. Thank you all. See you next year. Yeah, I'm going to have you read it one more time, but I'm going to read it with you to see if we can keep up with each other. Okay. Let's see how this turns okay. out. <clears throat> it's going to be on three, two, one. Spoiler, Spoiler central. central. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's going to be three, two, one. And right when I drop the one is when we're going to start. Let's try this one more time. <laughs> All right. You ready? Uh-huh. Three, two, one. Spoiler central on Spider-Man. Parker puts people in a predicament per personal problems, strange spins in serious circles, and so much more in this super spectacular Fuck. Fuck. Alright, you know, let's just just leave it how you read it, because I think you did it best. Okay, thanks. That's like, I fucking hate you both right now. Oh god, I would love to see his face when he hears this one.